The Aussie Angus Deluxe is back at Macca's. Jess and Ducko. This is the Jess and Ducko podcast. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. Ducko, yes. I um, don't know if we need to start doing this, mm. but just because it's top of mind, I'm going to give a language warning and a content warning. I don't know what's coming up in this two-minute conversation we're about to have. Okay. My doula, yes. uh, who is the woman who comes and helps me uh, with Lucia and, and looks after me a bit, she was listening to our podcast the other day with her four kids in the car. Oh, yes. When we were talking about shaving nut sacks. Oh. And she was like, did that go to air? Are, are there rules? And I went, no, no, no. At the top of every podcast, we do a uh, podcast-only piece of content, uh, you know, to encourage a bit more uh, engagement and, and give you an exclusive. Yes. And she went, I was really confused because I thought, geez, they're loose on the program. Geez, that's a loose radio show. And I said, show. no, no, that was just the podcast. Oh, and, I, we- and I said, we don't give language and Content warning, it's a podcast. We can do whatever we w- yeah, wish. Yeah, you can say whatever, yeah. Um, and she went, oh, yeah, just had the kids in the car. And I'm really sorry. Oh, no. Oh, let's um, listen to Jess's family-friendly program. Yeah. Yeah, I shaved me nuts. I shaved me nuts. Uh, okay. Um, to be fair, it was about, yeah, it was about your nuts. It was Being about, shaved yeah. with, the, with the clippers. Oh, well, she's never met me, so. No. She knows no. a lot about me now. And neither have, have her kids, obviously, but it was just. <laughs> I'm like, Mom, can we listen oh. to the show with the guy and his nuts? Yeah. We, yes, we, you know, right, we missed son. the whole show. And, yeah. like, how good they'd caught half of it. And they wanted to make sure they'd caught it all. Yeah. Well, they caught it all. Oh, they got it all. So I just wanted to, I'm going to forget to do it every day. Yeah. But today, well, it's top of mind. Language warning. Language there is warning. an explicit label on the podcast as well. Oh. Yeah. That little E symbol that's at the beginning of the title, that is also your warning. There you go. Oh. I didn't know we had that. Yeah, there no, you go. Oh, that's well, there. then I take back the apology. <laughs> yeah, come on. Listen <laughs> at your absolute own risk. Absolutely. Yeah, just enjoy it. We can Enjoy, get, settle in. Because usually we finish the show, we've done, you know, three hours of radio, then we turn the mics on, we do this. Yeah. So I, I we're a bit kooky. We're, we're slipped into delirium. Yeah, a little bit. You kind of forget where you are, what you're doing. I started in community radio when G's talk about there not being rules and um, we, you know, sometimes hang around till 1, 2 a.m. in the morning. Talk about delirious. Yeah. There was just some kooky stuff. Yep. Uh, yeah, and that's essentially us at 9 a.m. Yeah. Post a whole show. We're already tired. People are walking with their morning coffee. It's like, morning? And you're like, what? It's the yeah. afternoon. They've had a full eight hours. They've yeah. showered. You know, maybe they've been to the gym, seen the sun. Yeah. We have not done those things. And we have people who listen to us while they uh, go to bed as well. Yeah, we are the wind down yeah, for some. Which I like as well. What a way to enter the subconscious. The last thing you hear is Ducko shaving his balls. Yeah. As if you're not dreaming about that. You know the last thing? <laughs> I had a dream last night about a song and I just had the song in my head and I was dancing to it. So there was this song. Very hectic. There was a song at the wedding I went to on the weekend at the yes. hippie, hippie wedding with the weed brownies, and um and I couldn't remember the song. I find, and then my friend finally sent it to me. Yes, we found it, and then me and Morgan listened. Is it to a it. well-known song? Uh no. Oh, okay. Me and Morgan listened to it before bed. This, this feels like trance church. It's sick. And this came on. Now you remember, everyone's had weed cookies, and then this was in my dream all night. Wait for the, hopefully the drop's coming up. I apologise. That's all right. I'm enjoying it. It's. Are you getting church choir vibes? Oh, yeah. I feel, I'm seeing robes about yeah, yeah, to be yeah. torn off. It was like very tribal. Yeah. Um. And so we all had this and you look around and there's that one rogue bar and dude by himself dancing and you're like, okay, he's had a life. This part. Here we go. Cue the pyro. How good is that? So that was in I my head. I picture CO2 cannons yeah, going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was in my head when I was asleep. And I woke up and I was like, hey, da, hey, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Don't worry about your alarm. You just woke up doing that. Wow. Yeah, it's wild. I Should thought you'd like that song. Should we try and start messing with our minds and listening to things? Because oh, yeah. I'm drifting off to sleep to all these lullabies we're playing on Spotify to drift Lucia off to yes, sleep. Yes, yes. So it's all very like, you know. Relaxing and calming. The acoustic, not acoustic, like instrumental, beautiful, soft version of Pure Imagination from Willy Wonka. Oh. Mate, it's like... The, the new one? It's in the old one, but it's also in the new oh, one. I haven't but seen the new a film A lot yet. of people have done covers, and it's a real soft lot lullaby, but it's bordering on a bit creepy. Like, yeah. come with me, oh. and you'll be... Oh, yes, that like, song. Like, drifting off into that, it's a little bit... Pure Imagination. Yeah, yeah, yeah so right. I'm like, that's what I'm... Was Willy Wonka a pedo, you know? 
Look, he was luring children into his chocolate <laughs> yeah, river. Yeah, I feel like we don't really touch on that enough. Did you watch the Timothy Chalamet no, Bing Bong one? I think Good Call making him younger is like Timothy Chalamet. Yeah, because in the original he was an older dude. I watched the Johnny Depp one. That was not good. No, it was a bit not odd. good. I haven't seen that, but I didn't want to see Timothy Chalamet because I heard it was a bit of a musical. I don't oh, know why is everyone making musical versions? Did of you everything? see the new Mean Girls? I haven't seen it. I don't want to. The the original is so pure for me. I yeah. don't want to see a ru- it ruined. And apparently that's um. Apparently that's a musical too. Yes, yes, it's a musical version. Mm. I think we were talking about Glenn Coco. That's it, yes, from week. the OG, Glenn and Coco. that triggered me when I was one of the weekends with my friends. So that's why I go, you go, Glenn Coco. Do you know that was giggle. like Got that actor had no lines. I think it was basically an extra. He does not even credit yeah, in the movie. that's what we were talking about. And got no money for it. That's what you were telling me about. <laughs> yes. I, I couldn't believe it. So anyway. <laughs> Tina Fey, you owe that guy some money. Yeah, anyway, this has been an interesting chat. It has. See? Hopefully the kids enjoy this. I love it. <laughs> enjoy the show. <laughs> Jess and Ducko. Butter chicken. What do we know about it? It's delicious. Yeah. Shago, you butter chicken man? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You do like Indian food? It's kind of the only Indian food I like. That and a garlic cheese, you know. Love yeah. that. Which, which is, on. let's the, the classic be real, white order. T- the stereotypical yeah, white order. What should I get this time? Can I, I'll just get a butter chicken and a naan, please. Yeah. And you yeah. tell a person working at the shops like, you oh, You know what I always do? Get a small of something else to try. Uh, I'm, I'm adventurous with my Indian. I love a, I love a dal. Dal's good. Yes. Yep. And there's some chickpea thing that's so delicious. <laughs> I've had that. And then the chicken tikka masala. Yeah, yummy. I just like to say that. I you like, like to say it more than I like to eat it. I like to say Rogan Josh. Rogan Josh is good. Mm. Anyway, we are here because we want to work out the origins of butter chicken. Two families are in a court dispute right now fighting. Oh, my God. They've got the courts involved. Oh, yeah, they do. Uh, so two Indian restaurants claim that they invented the curry and both want the rights to call themselves the home of the original butter chicken recipe. I wouldn't have thought so. I don't think you can do that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you could either. <laughs> so apparently there's a more than 2,500-page lawsuit by the family who runs this restaurant, Motti Mal, right? Now, this this family claim that their grandfather, originally who had a restaurant in Pakistan, his, his name was oh. Kundan Gurajal is the last name. Obviously, I'm just nailing all Great of these. commitment to Thank the you. name. Just got to commit and roll Good through. Good morning to you, Kundan. <laughs> Kundan, hello if you're a big listener, because he invented the curry in the 1930s. That's not old enough. That is an, <laughs> that is an ancient culture. How's and this? they're saying it was invented in the 1930s in by 1930s, some granddad. In a restaurant in Pakistan. To say that the original recipe was created to use up the leftover tendery chicken to soak it up <laughs> and was taken to him with him to a restaurant that moved to Delhi in 1947. So he took the recipe with him. To another restaurant in Delhi in 1947 where he then took it to a right. The family want $362,000 worth of damages. I don't know why. From the other people saying we invented it. Yes, because then <laughs> enter the other family who claim... What's their name? They're, they're, oh, jeez, you're going <laughs> to put me on the spot here. The Darajan family. Oh, yeah, they it. say it was their relative, Kundan. Another uh, Kundan. No, I, I lied to you. <laughs> Lal, who... <laughs> come on, mate. We can't have two I, Kundan. I told you before that this was a very hard story to You've pronounce. Done well. Thank you. Yeah, amazing, just, but I couldn't believe two Kundans. No, there's not two Kundans. It says that a relative worked with Kundan, I apologise, the original. Oh, here we go. We've on got, the recipe. We've got infighting. So, yes. So, so the apprentice yes. has back-pocketed yes. the recipe. So Kundan <gasps> invented it, supposedly, in Pakistan, 1930. Kundan taken over to other restaurant. Kundan and relative Lal, sorry, Lal, other relative from other family, have worked have worked together. <laughs> okay. Uh, they worked together in a deli restaurant in 1947. Yes. Where they then created butter chicken to soak up this tandoori chicken. Yes. And now say it gives them the right to describe the restaurant as home to the first serving of the dish and claim the trademark of it in 2018. That also seems like a massive jump. Has this been brewing for decades and decades? Yeah. Is that why the lawsuit is so many pages long? It's, yeah, it, it, it is. <laughs> and they say that the, um, it comes down to a couple of things. Where and when did the ingredients come together? Yes. And under whose exact instructions? Now, you've just said tandoori chicken. Is butter chicken tandoori chicken? Mm. Or is it different? I think it's I think it's different, but I think the Pakistani dish of tandoori chicken. Oh, okay. They use the sauce to soak it up. Right. They went, hang on a minute. That's I the mean, base. I also don't. And either Kundan or Lal. I could be getting lots of things wrong about butter chicken. I love butter chicken. I'm not calling myself an expert. No, in no. It, but here I am. 
Uh, You're so- now the butter chicken guy. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder you need the Metamucil yeah, sponsorship. Not, not great for the IBS. Uh, it says, who can link the words butter chicken to the dish from decades ago? But however, the Indian court system is so slow, it's estimated they've got 50 million cases pending. So this could take <laughs> that years. That actually sounds, that sounds like an exaggeration. But when your population is over a billion, yeah. that probably is accurate. It's accurate. So, so this we're could not going to get to the bottom of the butter chicken saga anytime soon. Not anytime soon. And I believe... Can you imagine the royalties if you were the one to claim we invented butter chicken, surely every Indian restaurant around the world is now paying you royalties. Yeah, and wow. I, and there wouldn't be there wouldn't be much life left um, for Kundan from, from, from Kundan if he invented it in 1930. Oh, we've got to get it done in Kundan's lifetime. I know, unless he's in the wrong. Well, this just this just screams of a family who's like, we need to make some money. Like, yeah, I know my grandma invented chicken mush. But if I see someone else come out with chicken mush, if now, I see shy like, guy isn't familiar with chicken oh, mush, really quickly, yeah, re- what's chicken this? mush? And do you want to get a trademark on it? I it's, don't think it's, it's delicious. Worth it. I can't tell you what's in it. My grandma makes it. She okay. calls it chicken mush. It comes in like a baked dish. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got some rice, got some chicken, got some veg in there, and it's it's everything you need and more. I picture her taking okay. a potato masher, you know that yeah. utensil, and smooshing yeah. everything together. Chicken but if, if another family, like if the Farcioli family, tried to claim they invented yeah. chicken mush, you know my mum's a very good cook. That would be the end. <laughs> and I don't think she wants to claim chicken mush. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? Chicken mush is excellent. <laughs> this is Jess and Ducko. There is a thread that is trending online. This woman has asked, what mistake in a movie do you always spot and just consumes you? Mm. You cannot see beyond this mistake, whether it's a TV show or movie, and the internet has come running. Uh, one woman who contributed, I always notice this. And I wondered, am I the only one? How are people on the set not yelling, cut, do it again, let's do it properly? Someone put something in that cup because she's referring to coffee. Anytime an actor in a TV show or a movie does anything with a hot beverage, they lose their mind. You can tell this is empty because I'm doing this. If you want it to look full, act better. You're not going to take a brand new full cup of coffee and tip it all the way up to take your first sip. That is insane. And now that I've told you this, if you've never noticed it before, you can't unsee it. Yeah. They literally get handed two coffees from Starbucks. They're clearly full because you just ordered them and received them. And they're waving them yeah. around. They're taking full sips, tipping Massive them all sip. up. Massive sip. It'd be so hot too. If you're getting it from Starbucks, chances are it's crap. Exactly. You know? Why? And it's just going to be too it hot. It should be slow. Why don't you've been on movie sets, Ducko? I know you got cut from the film, but you were on the <laughs> set. Yeah. Aren't there props departments? Why can't they even just put water or juice or something in them to give the actor a sense of there is liquid in here and yeah. I shouldn't wave it around wildly? There is. They they do sometimes. Oh, I guess it depends on the kind of film. Another one that gets me, and it gets me, and I I have done this. In, oh. Like I did this even in San Andreas, a film that I was in that I got cut from, is when you see people who are meant to be like sciencey or technology, you know, very good at technology tapping on a keyboard. Oh, yes. And they are just <laughs> tapping because I was one of those people. And I can I can tell you right now, on the set. You played when, preppy students. Yes, who yes. was like in, in college studying and I was helping. And they literally just said to me, tap on the keyboard. And you're just looking like you're not even saying anything. You should at least pretend to say words, but you're yes. just tapping around. <laughs> no one helps you out with the tapping. And all of a sudden you realise how hard it is to just tap on the keyboard. That's a great one. Yeah, I don't think I've actually paid attention to that. I just assume I'm not a particularly fast typer. Yeah. So I just assume actors are all actors are really a touch typers, touch typers or something. Like Rihanna in um, the Oceans movie where she was like the hacker. She's the hacker. She's just Very tapping. Good. She's A-pop. eating a lollipop and tapping. Yeah. That's all she's doing the entire <laughs> yes. film. Another one for me, and to be fair, my favourite show, Seinfeld, is a massive, massive culprit of it. You can see that the car scene, they're, they're driving straight because the way the background is moving, it's not, and they're driving straight. But the actors are wildly yep. turning the wheel left and right. Oh, it annoys me so much. Julia Louis-Dreyfus, who plays Elaine, she does it so often whenever she's behind the wheel of the car. I'm going, you're driving straight, Elaine. Why are you spinning it, the wheels? It was so really much? bad in the 80s and 90s. I feel like they've gotten a little bit better at it. Yes. It was really bad. Now, I mean, just look at the Fast and the Furious franchise. Oh, yeah. That's uh, so good. Shaga, you're a movie buff. What have you seen yeah, that you cannot get over? When they're talking on the phone and it's not the core screen, it's just like your app screen. Yeah. You're like yeah, talking yeah. like this yeah. and you're like, or, I know you're not actually on a phone call. <laughs> or even worse, when the phone's upside down. 
Because it's an iPhone or something. Yeah, there's no I can top see. of that, but you can tell. When they get a text from someone who's like yes. their best friend and there's no previous chat. Okay, yes. Ducker, I have yes. often questioned. Yeah. Now, a lot of, obviously, the media we consume is American. Yeah. Do Americans delete their chat history with all their mates? Because I've thought the same. Your husband's just texted you. Yeah, yeah. I'll be home in five. He's never messaged you before. That's the first message you received. It's weird. Why is there no previous chat? That's another one. Yes. I've got two more that really get me going. Talk to me. This is a venting therapy session. Family dinners where the mum makes like enough food for an entire tribe and it's just to feed the family yes. and no one eats anything. Yeah. They just, they don't eat. They just talk. And Was like, there food on the San Andreas set in any of your scenes? Uh, I don't think so. Because I often wonder, is the food so cold or is it prop food that they don't actually put any in their mouth? And also because they're doing the take so many times, you have to eat the same thing yeah. over and over and over. But this is the so last one. if you keep one. carving into the turkey, you're going to run out of turkey. Correct. <laughs> this Bring one, in the backup up Yeah. This one really gets me. Yep. After a sex scene, when the guy finishes yep. and they just roll over, yeah. like there's like there's no mess, yeah. like there's nothing to clean, like it's but so also, easy. You've huh? got to do, you've got to do yeah. almost the the tangle. The, yeah, you got yeah, to yeah, yeah, remove yeah. and yeah, yeah. roll. There's yeah. no, there's you just... can't just they just roll over. They're like, ah, oh, how good was that? I'm like, where's the mess? Where? <laughs> right now, it's Jess and Ducko. This is Jess and Ducko. Uh, so I went last year, I think, and I got I got five tattoos in one. Yep. You were sick of being a clean skin. Yeah. And you thought, I'm entering my rebel phase. Rebel phase. Now, they're only little um, fine line tattoos. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're very little. They um, are very fun. They're very you. They're very they're like stickers. It's all on the one arm. Mate, if your first tat was a full back tat. Yeah. I, like, I did ponder it, but. Did you? Know, you? Just ease in. <laughs> ease in before I get my angel wings. Sure. Sure. Um, <laughs> Anyway, one, no of the, rag <laughs> one of the tats I did get uh, sort of on my forearm there um, is a little meerkat. Yeah, he's gorgeous. A little cute did meerkat. You, did you name him? I haven't named it yet, actually. Oh, okay. Um, but I, everyone, everyone always asks me, why'd you get a meerkat? And people sort of laugh, particularly other blokes I've noticed, go like, what's with the meerkat? Yep. Girls go, oh, he's so cute. And I'm like, precisely why I got him. Yeah. Because meerkats, you know, you think they're cute. You think they're fun and playful, but meerkats are cunning survivors. Are they? I'll be honest with you. Yeah. My meerkat knowledge stops, not, starts and ends with Timon. Right. From well, meerkats meerkats survive venom from the African safari of the, of the, de- the desert. Like you've got snakes, you've got um, <laughs> all sorts of things that can kill them. <laughs> I've had a complete mental blank. Uh, what's, the, what's the thing with the scorpions? And, the, and they kill scorpions. Okay. Meerkats kill scorpions for food. Yeah, they bang them over the head and stuff. Wow. Anyway. Oh, me- they're using tools. Meerkats survive, but I'm no idiot. I know that I am, I'm a, I'm a shorter person, okay? People, people are often, Babe, oh, you're a short king, just say it. Yeah. Oh, look at me, so cute. Rah, rah, rah. I'm living up to my meerkat expectations. Whereas when you see people, okay, here's my issue. When okay. you see people with lion tattoos. Which is, I would argue, the most commonly tattooed animal. Particularly on blokes. Yes, absolutely. Maybe a koi fish. Because everyone thinks that they're the king of the jungle. <laughs> yes. Everyone thinks that they are a lion. I'm like, let's be real. You need to know who you are in this world, and you can't all be lions. A little bit of self-awareness, That's team. exactly right. Is that right. what Ducko's preaching with his meerkat tat? Yeah, I know I'm not a lion. I'm a meerkat. Okay. I'm happy to be, I know my place in the world. Lean into it. Yeah, that's what I am. No you know? imposter syndrome here. No. I know who I am. I don't have a lion on my calf or my, my hip or something like that. Do you know because... what was popular for a bit? Yeah. On the, uh, on the ring finger there. Just in between the two knuckles, yes. getting a lion on there. I, I contemplated that for a Did hot you? sec. Yeah, that See, was a... you're not a lion either. You're not a lion. And do I have the lion tat? No, you don't. I came to that realisation myself. If Shy Guy got a lion tat, I'd be very confused as well. It'd be very uncool. <laughs> I reckon badass Billy could get a lion tat. Billy could get a little lioness. I reckon she's a sleeping lioness. Yeah. yeah. Possibly. She'll pounce. No, I've got a star tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. See, she knows. She's a star. I don't know what that analogy is. She shines bright. She's you know? a star. Amen, sis. So when- I love this, Ducko. Yeah. So you pre- have a little bit of self-awareness, team. Yeah. One of the biggest booming industries in current day is tattoo removal, laser removal. Yeah. Yeah. So go remove your lions, yeah. your fakers. Fakers. And get an animal Look, be that's some, more appropriate. There'll be some blokes out there or girls who are lions okay. and they've got that personality. Sure. Sure, they're a lion. I get it. But What's you can't, the test we you need can't to all do? be a lion. Are we saying tattoo artists need to do a bit more rigorous testing? That's exactly what we need. Hello, I'd like to get a lion tattoo. Nah. 
first you've got to sit down and answer these three yeah, questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. How so, would you handle this situation? Social situations. Yeah. What are you and your friendship group? Yeah. You know what I mean? Are you an alpha? Yeah. I feel like you need to sit down and do Who's the quiz. Who's booking the group trip? Are you organising or are you just a follower? Oh, you just... you're the organiser? Well, okay. sit down in the chair. You could be the lion. You could be the lion. That's what we need. So that's why I've got my meerkat tattoo. Have you met anyone else with a meerkat tattoo? Are we starting a movement of people leaning into their meerkatness? <laughs> I'm just getting messages about people. Someone said, I feel victimised about the lion tattoo. Do obviously. They, they obviously have a lion tattoo. Yeah, he's got a lion tattoo. And now this person it's is Hayden. a friend of yours. Hayden's listening. Hayden, Hayden mate, you're, now... not a, you're not a lion. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to put you on the spot. Shy guy, do we have room in the budget to pay for people's tattoo removal? <laughs> Uh, I don't think we legally can. (laughs) Jess and Ducko. Ducko, we've pissed off our neighbours across the dirt. We could never. I know. We. I don't think we intend to. Or sometimes we do. We claim a lot of their stuff as our own. Yeah. Uh, Russell Crowe. Yeah, Russell Crowe. Yeah. Pavlova. Pavlova. Lamingtons. Lamingtons. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, but they're ours. They. Yeah. Sam Neil. Taika Waititi is ours now too. No, he's not. <laughs> Sam Neill's doing right this instant. Soon we'll just say we are the All Blacks in rugby too. Uh, I'm pretty sure that that's us. That's our team. That's us. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's us. Wasn't there a petition to make us the One Nation? Yeah. There was, I there was, think that, that was, was more our, that was, our idea than their idea, wasn't it? <laughs> just no, absorb them. Unfortunately, we've, we've pissed them off, but I don't think we're fully to blame. So, okay, this is the first question I need to ask you. Where do you sit on January 30? Us already celebrating and getting into the Easter spirit. Oh my God, Morgan! With, with foodstuffs. Morgan brought home Easter eggs last night. Did you? A packet of Easter eggs, Cabri Easter eggs, and she was like, "They're on special." I brought them home, and I'm like, "What? Hang on, they're already on special." Yeah, well, what day is it? What? Well, I have to think about it because Easter—that's the floating holiday, isn't Correct. it? Correct. So it's end of March. Based this off year. the moons, like, like yep. last year, and the tides. Yeah, the tides. It's end of March this year. It's earlier this year. Yeah, yeah. One of my mates, I swear, New Year's Day at his local Woolworths posted hot cross buns in the bake section. Unbelievable. I'm the I'm, yeah. I'm I'm a little bit on the fence. If it's if it's enjoyable and it's good, why not have it all year round? Why not just round? go for it? But also then we lose, I guess, the specialness. Uh, why I bring it up is and and how we've pissed off our our, our um, Kiwi friends. Kiwi friends, thank you. Is because the chocolate brand Whitakers have just released a chocolate cross bun chocolate bar. Oh. Okay, so it's a block of chocolate and it's meant to infuse the flavors of a hot cross bun into a block of chocolate. Right. This doesn't sound very good to me. Natural mixed spices, fruit, and orange oil in the chocolate. That no, sounds horrible. I guess that's like a fruit hot cross bun yeah. in chocolate. All in right? a block of chocolate. Now, Whitakers, a lot of people are like, oh, my God, this sounds amazing. We love a hot cross bun. Put it in my chocolate. No worries. It is available in our coals as we speak. All right? six ninety. What a bargain. Mm. Whitakers is a Kiwi brand. It is made in New Zealand. Right. We have it on our shelves. New Zealand does not. <laughs> And the Kiwis have taken to the internet being like, why does Australia get everything first? We Wait, made so, this. So they like the brand. It's not like they, they don't like it. it so they no, have no, it they love it. They want it. But they guess, and they've seen their own company, their own Kiwi company, send it to Australia first. It's like where the, where the whinging. The test market. Well, I was going to say where they're whinging younger sibling. Oh, you know, yeah. The but you squeaky know how, like, wheel gets the oil. You know how, like, things come out first in America, like films or whatever, then we get them here? Yes. We're like that to them. We're like fashion in Europe. We get it six months later. <laughs> it just dribbles down to it them. It just dribbles we down. We get it a year later from the UK, and then they get it half a year later from us. And then Kiwi, uh, the New Zealand gets it after us again. So they are not happy. Made in New Zealand and Australia gets it first. Gutted, one Kiwi woman said. Oh. This is my dream combination, but I live in Auckland. Why oh, can't I? I get this. You do the accent. Come on. If you're going to do it. We need this in NZ. (laughs) (laughs) It was worth it. It was exactly how I thought it would go. A foodie exclaimed. We need it in NZ. Maybe they just make more money here. Why does Australia... I I can't do it. Why does Australia... Give give me one of those words. You know the acting trick of like a word gets you into the accent? Oh, your chops. Oh, your chops. Why does Australia always get the limited editions first now? (laughs) We got an island, are we? Are we we, dumb in New Zealand or Ireland? I think everything turns Irish for me, doesn't it? But anyway, I'm really upset. So if you see a block of this Whittaker's I've not heard of Whittaker's as a brand, I must admit. You definitely have. I've seen them, but I just don't get them. Exactly. The big box. It's like a a pale yellow box of mixed chocolate. That's Whittaker's. Okay. Anyway, I'm really sorry for New Zealand that we've taken, you know, what should have been yours. You made it in around the
the corner and we've we've gotten it first. Yeah, that is. I'm does just, that, I'm does just that look familiar to you? Oh, Witty yeah. Kiss. It looks I old have school, never yeah? never once, ever once eaten one of those. Okay, well, maybe we'll get you some of this chop. And they say bun. we like that. Well, evidently. It's, <laughs> Poor it's, things. Our Australian food influencers are saying, yeah, good. Yeah, okay. There you go. Well, sorry, New Zealand. So I think we need to send some to our Kiwi friends. So if you know someone in New Zealand, yeah. get their address, post them a block. Send some Whittakers. That's all right. Let's keep the peace. And Mel Gibson. Yeah. And Mel Gibson. <laughs> this is Jess and Ducko. We love this. It's one of the radio greats. Overrated or underrated? There is no sitting on the fence. Producer Shy Guy is going to give us a topic. The more mundane, the better, I say. Ducko and I will share our stance. But on 131060, we'd love to get your opinion on whether this thing is overrated or underrated. Don't yep. forget, 500 bucks to spend at Eco Down Under, our Call of Fame prize. Yep. Shy Guy hit us with customised License plates. Personalised regos. Personalised plates. Ducko, overrated or underrated? Mate, overrated as all hell. How deep? No one cares about <laughs> the year you were born and your weird nickname you've got on the car or any other little symbols or things you want. I think they are so tacky and lame. Oh, my God. I think they are massively underrated. Of course you do. I'm just quickly trying to look up how much. Shy Guy, can you tell me how much it is to get a customised plate? It depends on where you want to put the letters and the numbers. But last week, the number plate number one for New South Wales sold for $11 million. So just, just number one. Just the number one. So yep. it says New South Wales and then number one. And it was 30, well, how much? $11 million. And in Queensland, Q1 sold for $5.6 million. I would have paid it. I would have paid it. I love a personalised rego. I'll be honest with you, Doug. I'm going to share something. Yep. I know this isn't the most relatable thing in the world. Here my we go. father, Here we go. Here we go. my, my, my we go. daddy bought my first car. Okay? <laughs> daddy, <laughs> bought, daddy bought my first daddy. car, Mitsubishi Lancer. Yeah. I had her for 11 years. Yeah, she was a hell of a lights. beast. Exactly. Yeah. And my dad and I often talked about, yeah, the, the subwoofer. Yeah. Um, my dad and I often talked about getting me a license plate, a customised rego. Yeah. Um, he had seen it, so obviously it wouldn't have been available. We've had to play funny buggers with the letters or the numbers. But it's I-O-D-A-D because Daddy bought the car. It'd be like I-O-Dad. Oh, my God. <laughs> if you if you got I-O-Daddy, I would have thought that was some weird suspect thing too if I saw that. What has Daddy done? I get it now, but if I here's the thing. If you have those plates on the road, you also open yourselves up to people knowing who you are if they see that car again. If you yeah. ever do anything wrong on the road, yeah. then you, if I see a personalised plate and they, they're too slow, they do something wrong, I'm like, stuff you, Deb73. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know. I mean, I know your feelings towards because for Christmas a couple of years yes. ago, I did get you a prank gift as though I'd spent, was it 500 bucks yeah. or something? On personalised plates. On so. personalised plates, which well over the Secret Santa budget. Yeah. But you had a visceral reaction. It was like Ducko, and I was like on air too, and I was like, oh, please, God, no. 131060, uh, good friend of the show, Omar. Good morning, Omar. Good morning, Jess. Tell me, overrated uh, or underrated, personalised Rego? Oh, massively overrated. Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. if, if you love Ben, love him. I don't need to know. I don't need to know. I love Ben. So <laughs> keep it in your heart, not on your number plate. Yeah, if you, yeah, if you okay. love dad, he, just he love him. Yeah, okay. Sorry. He yeah. doesn't. Yeah, you should apologize. I like that, Omar. I totally agree with you. Daddy doesn't need your love on his number I plates. Oh, dad, it's so. My dad and I still talk about it. <laughs> oh, Beth on thirteen ten sixty, overrated or underrated? Personalized regos. Oh, they're so overrated. <laughs> I'm sitting here just cringing. My face is just dis- disgusting. Beth, Beth, how would you feel if you saw I owe daddy? <laughs> I would be horrified. I would probably pull up next to you and just stare at you with like this questionable look on my face. Like, in, in my Mitsubishi Lancer. <laughs> most definitely. Like it's just yeah, just I'm sitting behind someone and I'm reading theirs and I'm just like, oh gross. Yeah, gr- no, it's well, gross. It's a waste of money. Well, you know, Beth, who you just spoke to on the phone, producer Billy. I mean, uh, she. Where do you stand on this, producer Billy? Here we go. Let's just say I feel a little bit of attacked right now. Oh, you've got some, don't you? I do, yeah. What, what do they say? What does it say? It literally says Billy. Oh, <laughs> no. It's so cute. Oh. I love it. Hey, Beth, imagine if we pull up next to Daddy, oh, Daddy and Billy at traffic lights. How gross would that be? Oh, it'd probably be me running a red light just to get away from <laughs> This is Jess and Ducko. Yesterday afternoon, we uh, we had some another intimate moment. Of course, we had the Murder on the Dance Floor film clip I did last week. That's right, where you pranced nude around the office yep. to uh, match the choreography on the in this new movie that's trending, Saltburn. Yeah. Um, and, and yesterday you thought, I'm going to return the favour for you, Jess. I want to add a little spice back into your life. Yeah. 
and you were able to coordinate. Yeah. A bit of a fantasy that I've had for a little while now. People who say Mondays are dull, they're not. If you have a little bit of a V8 engine. Family. And a little bit of a Dom Toretto Fast and Furious reenactment. Yeah. I shared with you that over the break I had binged all 10 Fast and Furious movies. And I shared with you that I think that is horrible. Yeah. Um, they're fantastic films. They're not. If you hate fun, I get it. You're not going to like it. The them. first one's good. Mate, Tokyo Drift is a masterpiece. That's the third. <laughs> That's the third. The first two are okay. Exactly. Hey, man, Charlize Theron is sci-fi. She's a great villain. Let's not get into it. Mate, look, we don't have to because... Uh, and it's in one or two. I actually don't remember because I'm so just overwhelmed. Yes. The, the steam, the mo- the scene I'm talking about. In in movie one, yep. there is a beautiful scene shared between Vin Diesel, who plays Dom Toretto, Family. and Michelle Rodrigo, who plays Rodriguez, who plays his um, partner Letty. Yeah. And there's just a very steamy, sexy scene in the garage. There's grease involved. There's leather pants. Mm-hmm. And it's, I would argue, the sexiest scene in cinematic history where Dom Toretto scoops Letty up by the bum. <laughs> Picks her up and then they proceed to do what adults do. They get into it. They get into it. And yeah. I said to you, when I shared wanting to reenact that with my husband, he had one flaw in our plan, which was that we have a... You have a child. Fam- well, no. Oh. oh, no, that's not the problem. Oh, it's right. that our car is a Hyundai Santa Fe. Oh, yes, it's a family seven car. Seven-seater family car. Yeah. Doesn't really create the Fast and the Furious sexiness. Yes. That really requires... You needed the proper American muscle car. That's right. That's what you need. So, I mean, the legends that are Hunter Super Cruise... Have, yeah. have rolled into the laneway behind my house. I gave him a call. I gave Hunter Super Cruise a call, you and did. I just said, "Hey, I need to, I need to film my radio co-host and her husband having sex on the front of a car. Can you help me while I also look after their child?" I appreciate that Dave's question from Hunter Super Cruise was, mm, "I won't be having any denim studs or anything that could That's scratch all we about. the paintwork." Like, I don't care what you do, but other than that, let's do it. <laughs> so, absolute legends. What a what a what a day for 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 Dave. He's like, yeah. I usually take four. Formal kids going to the formal around That's and we what, take yeah. some cool pics. In the cool cars. And instead it was it was uh, me cruising your house in a Chevy, rolling in red hot it American was a Monday muscle. Afternoon. And Ducko, you were a very you were a great director. I had to direct the scene. Yeah. And so you were you were part director, part babysitter. We yeah. did strap Lucia to your chest. Yeah, she was at the front of me and we had headphones on her because I had a megaphone. I was directing, didn't want to make her deaf or hurt her little ears. Absolutely. But then she'd never worn headphones before, so then she was all She's earmuffs. not a rave baby. No. So, so then we, she was crying and yeah. then I was dealing with her crying while trying to direct you and your husband talking about the booty grab. Working parent, babe. <laughs> it was all happening for me. It was all happening on my end of the stick. And I knew because your husband, he plays along very well, I guess. But He's a good sport. I knew I'd need to get him out of his shell. You know, I need, I need to yeah, really to make him feel, him I need to make him feel comfortable in the set. Yeah. Yep. You know, uh, the video is going to go up on our socials probably within the next half an hour. Absolutely. Jess and Ducko. Um, and it's going to be quite interesting. Yeah. But a little behind the scenes peek at our... Obviously, you can't see my husband and I passion and getting into because the he committed mood. credit where credit's due. You guys just genuinely started tongue punching. There was so was much like, okay. tongue. There was so much okay. I mean, you could. My just obstetrician asked. warned me the other day yeah. that just because I'm breastfeeding, that is not contraception. So be careful oh. about potentially falling pregnant again. If that's not what you want. Okay, but my goodness, must I say he was? Yeah, he's with going the for baby it. being looked after. Did you sort of just forget I was there? Kind of. <laughs> And a videographer and yeah, a promotions and a department. Yeah, everyone's there. Um, but a little bit of Ducko maybe directing, just so you can really get the feel. This is when we got the last take. Yeah. You've been scooped up. We got up, the money shot. Got the money shot. I was excited. Yeah. Oh. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> that's the money shot. That's what, that's what we call showbiz. Let's get out of here. Can someone return the car? Me and Lucia walked off. Me and Lucia walked off. That's right. Went to go get a yogurt pouch or whatever you enjoy. Um, and, and that was that. Oh, I'm just taking myself back to that laneway. Yeah, you were you were very into it. So it was it was a dream come true. The best was the, the guy with us from under Super, Super Cruise was like, oh, you guys just taking photos of the car? I was like, not really, mate. No, that's not kind of happening. What's going to happen is she's going to come out, hook up, and her husband's going to lift her up and put her on the bonnet, and I'm going to direct it. And he's like, okay, whatever okay, you need. Okay, I'll just stand over here and watch. So a massive thank you to Hunter Super Cruise. That is my fantasy fulfilled. Yeah, that was great. Um, it looks good. The video is going to be very funny. Absolutely. When it, when it comes out. Also, I, I hope it's awkward too, because there was a lot of awkward moments in that for us to watch on. <laughs> you know what I mean? I forgot about you. Yeah, that's what I do think about now, actors on sets of sexy films or, yeah, or, yeah, or yeah. anything that requires lovemaking um, on a movie set. Yeah. My God, more power to them that they can really sink into that moment and forget about 
the lights, the cameramen, the yep. the boom operators. And what I love is like for your child, you can always say, you know, you know where you were for her first words when she started crawling. Yep. But now it's where we where was she for your first sex scene? <laughs> she was right on Ducko's chest. She was just just in the laneway behind our house. <laughs> <laughs> right now it's Jess and Ducko. Now, Jess, I told the story uh, yesterday about Morgan. We were uh, my wife Morgan. She's a nurse, a theatre nurse, a cardiac theatre nurse. We were driving back from Byron from the wedding on the weekend. Stopped at the Kempsey Service Centre. And a lady had an episode. She collapsed outside the toilet. She had Is really anyone bad... here a medical professional? And that was my wife. It and I essentially okay. said it was kick-ass watching her rip into gear, be totally calm, totally relaxed. I was just like offering people coffees and Subway. <laughs> didn't know what else to do. <laughs> you were trying to back announce Ed Sheeran. And yeah, there was yeah. no Ed Sheeran playing. <laughs> All I had to do was press play on things. It was a C. Now, as you said, Me- Morgan is a medical professional. She's yes. a real life angel, um, the work she does. But we thought it got us thinking about have you had to step up in a medical emergency? Yeah. And Jess has called through on 131060. Jess, you were the one experiencing the medical emergency. Is that correct? That's right, yeah. So, um, I, I'd had a fall and I'd hit my head a couple of days prior. Um, look, I'd been to the hospital, was told I had a concussion, but go home, rest, it'll be okay. Mm-hmm. And then, um, so that was on the Tuesday. And then on the Friday, I woke up feeling really off, but not really thinking much of it, sat on the lounge. And then I just had this almighty, almost like a clap of thunder um, in my head. Yeah. And that was it. So I was still very much inside my body. Um, but I could not get anything out. I couldn't speak Whoa. properly. Oh, that's Almost scary. like pa- paralyzed in a way. Yes, yes. <gasps> and my whole right side of my body, I couldn't move. Oh, no. Um, and my little girl. So, like, obviously, I was completely 100% still inside my body. Um, I knew everything that was going on around me. I could see that they were getting quite upset. And Bella jumped into gear. She was four at the time. Um, she Just got my four phone. years old. Four. Yeah, so she's five and a half now. Um, she was four. She rang triple zero. She's, so what they're, they're was back. she seeing? Was she seeing you go limp, that sort of thing? Yeah, so I, oh. I was actually like slumped on the lounge. She was trying to talk to me. Nothing was coming out properly. Like it was just absolute gibberish. Mm. Um, and so she just knew, okay, I need to get mum help. Um, so she rang triple zero. She talked to them. They were so amazing on the phone with her. They couldn't believe, like she was telling them my symptoms. She told them that I had a fall a couple of days earlier. Like she's all over it. This might be a dumb question. Did she know your address to give the paramedics? (laughs) Yeah. So we, we made sure Bella has, um, she has quite a complex background herself, um, which thankfully we are aware of now and we're on top of and it's being treated really well. Yes. Um, the biggest issue was um, celiac disease, which we just kind of thought at the time, okay, you can't have gluten, you'll get a pain in the tummy. It's not like that for Bella at all. It affects her neurologically. Mm. Um, lots of things happened to her. Um, so she was all over it. She knew what to do. She knew where we lived. Uh, so she, she rang the ambulance. She was talking to them. Um, then she, so they, they kind of got off the phone with her. They then, um, she then contacted my husband because he's oh. an emergency contact in my phone. She's got the whole cavalry there. Wow. Um, <laughs> she contacted my husband. He then raised the alarm with our neighbours across the road. They came over. Um, all in all, Belle went and got some toys out for Harper, my little two-year-old. Oh, my God. She's um, entertaining the younger geez. one. Yeah, so she went and got some toys. She put the cat in the laundry. Oh. Like she, she did she everything. Was, Sorry, she four. Was she's four yeah, at the time. She was four at the time, yeah. Now, I imagine it's been a year and a half, as you, as you mentioned, Jess. She can do no wrong now. If she... Oh, no. She, yeah. she's, she's never getting in trouble for the rest yeah. of her life. Yeah, so she's, look, she's one of a kind. Um, even with her celiac disease, instead of it getting her down and, oh, she's missing out on things. No, we were very proactive about it. We've written a book. Um, wow. Which is called Bella on the Belly Monster. So we're trying to get that published. Oh, my uh, God. This is unbelievable. Incredible. Now, Jess, obviously you seem well and good now. What was – you're all good? Like did you end up going to hospital and uh, – Yes. Yep. So they got quite, they got quite panicked um, when they got me the ambulance and actually saw, I guess, the severity of the situation. Mm. Um, then I had the most beautiful paramedics. Um, 
they got me to hospital. They convened with um, some specialists from the John Hunter. They did a whole bunch of scans and it actually turned out that I was suffering a hemiplegic migraine. So very, very similar symptoms to a stroke. Oh, my Um, God. So it could have gone absolutely terrible if your daughter hadn't acted so fast. Yeah, well, luckily with the hemiplegic migraine, although it does, you do suffer really horrible symptoms, they're actually technically not that dangerous like it's not like you've got a clock right so if Bella doesn't pick That's up exactly her toys right. and she tries to say I'm untouchable you're going it wasn't life threatening yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. right oh, that's, that's incredible unbelievable there you go when well, we okay. talk about stepping up yep. I mean I guess we'd expect it of a nurse yeah Morgan is Morgan's a yeah, 28 year old <laughs> nurse she's trained yeah. a four year old yeah. Um, Bella wants to be a paramedic but she wants oh. to be one of the flying paramedics oh she absolutely will be she'll um, be excellent at I it. think She's definitely, yeah, she's definitely got it. It's very natural to her. Amazing. Well, congratulations on excellent parenting, obviously, because you've raised one hell of a kid. Thank you for sharing your story, Jess. No, that's okay. Thanks, Jess. Appreciate it. Unreal. Thank you. Bye. (laughs) See you, babe. Eight-year-old nurse. Yeah. A four-year-old. That is wild. Thank you so much, Jess. We want to ask now, 131060. Yep. Who stepped up in an emergency? Yeah. What was the emergency? Maybe it was you. Maybe it was you. Maybe you stepped up. Maybe Mm -hmm. you had that moment. Mm -hmm. Maybe it was your daughter, your son, your cat, your dog. Maybe it was producer Shy Guy. I wouldn't have thought so, but. If someone's cat has saved their lives, you win the Call of Fame right now. (laughs) Absolutely. That's not an invitation to make it up. I only want true story. Saved by the puss. Jess and Ducko. This is Jess and Ducko. 131060, we're asking, did you step up in an emergency? Yeah, Ducko, you regaled the tale of your wife, amazing nurse, stepping up in an emergency at a service centre. Yep. Um, we haven't heard from that woman. You didn't get details or anything. I no. guess when she's being loaded into an ambulance, you're not going, hey, call me. Make sure. I <laughs> Let us know. know. I don't hear breakfast. <laughs> Give me a call on Monday. Let me know how you go. Good luck with it all. So we now want to hear from you yep. and hopefully a wonderful resolution. Yep. Tina on 131060. Tina, are you an average Joe Blow and you stepped up in an emergency? Oh, Tina, you're roboting. We're going to send you back to producer Billy. Work out your phone. I want to hear that story desperately. Yeah, the phone line was bad there. We'll try and work that one out. Uh, let's go to Candice on 131060. Hello, Candice. Hey, mate, how you going? Good. <laughs> Tell us your story. Did you step up? Uh, no, mate. Uh, Jess said uh, about a cat. Well, I actually have a cat that steps up. You didn't. Okay, Shut firstly, up, I don't want Come to on. take credit. That was definitely Ducko's suggestion if your cat Ducko, stepped up. Yeah, no, that Candace, was me, Candice. No, I, I don't believe you. What happened with your cat? Look, I've got a cat who's nearly two years old. His name's uh, Sheldon. Um, and I have a my granddad who's got dementia who lives with us full time and he's got Alzheimer's and dementia. Yes. And he has a lot of falls. Um, and in the middle of the night or early in the morning, the cat will come and either meow at you and try and get you up. And if you don't wake up, he'll give you a bite or a smack in the head and Stop. let you know Pops had a fall. Shut up. No. Three times in the last six months. <laughs> no way. Oh, my God. It's become Kids almost like not. a service. You know, you see always it's a Labrador or a German Shepherd, the service animals. You've got a cat He's a ragdoll cat. <laughs> Ragdoll cat, never been trained to do it or nothing. He just does it. Sheldon? Sheldon's saving granddad. Does does the granddad and Sheldon get along really well before? Like, did Sheldon just love the granddad? Oh, special bond. Yeah. Yeah, they they chill out on the veranda all day and um, Pop sneaks in biscuits and all the things. Oh, there you go. So Sheldon's going to look after Pop. Brilliant. That's for sure. Sheldon looks at, yeah. That's good, Candice. We've got a good bond, good cat. So, yeah, we don't need alarm bells. We've just got a cat that doesn't Don't need alarm bells. you just got Sheldon. (laughs) Don't worry about the medical alert bracelet. Ducko, you wanted a cat who stepped up. And they did. I cannot believe that. Thank you so much, Candice. We've got Lauren on. On thirteen ten sixty. Good morning, Loz. Good morning. Uh, have it, you stepped yeah. up in an emergency? Oh my God! Do you have a cat that did? No, okay. I had a five-year-old daughter at the time. Amazing. Okay. What happened? So I had collapsed at home with a now-known ruptured ovarian cyst, which is <gasps> incredibly painful. Yes. Um, I was very sick. I was vomiting. She rang an ambulance. Rang her dad, who at work, but couldn't get through to him. So then she rang one of his co-workers to let him know. She rang her nan to then pick her up to take her to school, and they all turned up at the same time. Hang on. So she was still like, well, I'll need to get myself to school, so I'll call nan to take care of me. (laughs) 
Yeah, she was in kindergarten, didn't want to miss her third week of kindergarten. No way. Laura, this is unbelievable. For any parent listening, how do you teach your kid to stay calm in a situation like that to call the emergency contacts and also care about school? I have no idea. It help, probably helps that I'm a registered nurse as well. Okay. Uh, it runs in, it's in the blood. It's in the blood. It's genetic. Were you proud of her, Lauren? Absolutely, absolutely. Well, she's now decided she wants to be a paramedic in a couple of years' time. She's a teenager now. so Wow. I was going to say, like Jess, who we had on to talk about her daughter saving her life, essentially, she can do no wrong, that kid. Is your is your daughter now just untouchable? She can get away with murder? Oh, we wouldn't go that far. Oh, okay, sure. You've <laughs> no, got to have some rules. On, back. Sheldon, though, Sheldon. Oh, Sheldon can do no wrong. Sheldon the cat. <laughs> Jess and Ducko. Well, the woman of the hour, it is, is it over now? Hit breakfast, Jess and Ducko. Um, and Taylor Swift, guys, as it turns out, is heading to the Super Bowl. <laughs> the world's going nuts for Tay-Tay heading to the Super Bowl because... How about those cheese? Mate, uh, Taylor Swift is the best thing that happened to American football. Ah. Uh, in... A generation. Look, she's she's got new eyeballs on the sport. The sport was already pretty big, but there's a lot of new eyeballs on it now. Because her boyfriend is kicking some good kicks and catching some good... Doesn't kick. Catches. Does catch, though. Travis Kelsey. What position does he play? He's a tight end. Why did I ask? I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he, mate, he's played very well tight yesterday. End. That sounds like a compliment to his derriere, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, anyway, they, yeah, they beat Baltimore. Taylor was there. Everyone's going nuts for Tay-Tay and Travis kissing on the field after. Yeah. They won the conference championships, holding the trophy. Everyone's liking it. It's a high school musical. Yeah, I know. I'm seeing a lot of side-by-sides yeah. of just like... Famous movie scene kisses. Like One Tree like, Hill? It's just a boyfriend and girlfriend kissing. <laughs> like, which is so nice. Like, they're just so supportive of each other. It's lovely. It's real love, man. But how does it work now, Ducko? Because the Chiefs have just secured their spot in the Super Bowl. Yep. The big dance against the, the grand final. Yep. She is on tour. Yep. How is this all going to work? So this is this is what's hilarious about it. So I've seen so many things in my feed. Because it's Chiefs 49ers in Vegas in a fortnight's time. Feb 12, Monday, 10.30 a.m., okay? Sure. So... Because she's currently on tour and she keeps flying back and forth to these games. Yes. Her tour she, now, she meant to be here in a minute or well, so. Well, this is where the Aussies are getting rolled up because she's meant to be in Melbourne for the first show, Feb 16. Now, the Super Bowl's Feb 12 here, Feb 11 in Vegas. Sure. Okay? Listen to this. This is American Breakfast TV talking about Taylor Swift's odyssey and where she's coming <laughs> from just to make the Super Bowl. Taylor Swift has a concert here in Tokyo the day before the Super Bowl. Tokyo is 17 hours ahead of Las Vegas. Okay, the doors open at her concert at 6 p.m. at the Tokyo Dome, okay? A typical Taylor show goes until midnight. After she's done with the concert, she pops on that plane of hers. It will be around 7 a.m. Saturday morning in Vegas. She would land around 9 p.m. Saturday night. She could change. She could go to some pre-parties. So the answer is... She could do it. So she's going to go straight from her... Lucky she got a private plane. Yeah. Pop on over to Vegas. Tokyo to Vegas. And then... Watch the Super Bowl, do that, and then maybe bend it with Travis if they win. I don't know. If they win, they're going to need to have some time together, surely. Or this could mean uh, for Aussie fans, because then she's got to fly the 17-hour flight to Melbourne. Oh, my so God, this could so be, far away. This could mean, yeah. For Aussie fans, Travis might come down under oh for my her God, show we'll down under. Oh, keep the party going. Keep the party going. But you know what? Also, Ducker, if they lose, I know the Chiefs are your team. I don't want to put some bad juju. But if they lose, that's where he'll need his lady more than ever. They'll need some consolation. He'll He'll need need to shake it off. He'll need to shake it off. And what a better way to do it than to coming down under with Tay-Tay away from all the drama. Because he won't be out of the woods yet. So he'll need to drop down under and shake it off. Absolutely. Are you saying... It's a love story. (sighs) Bang, bang, bang. You're either very good at your job or you have been swept up in the Taylor hype as well. <laughs> you know me. I'm not the world's biggest fan of Taylor. Don't come after me, Swifties. You've done it before. Careful, but careful. She's, I think she's very talented. She is, absolutely. She's like, queen of the world. But um, I This just... is amazing. So they're going to make it work. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the joys of being a billionaire, hey? Yeah, you can yeah. make anything work. Yeah, you can yeah, be yeah. in two places at once. She's not flying economy. <laughs> she's not flying Jetstar economy over to I Vegas. I appreciate You know, what about the cues? What about customs? It's Taylor Swift. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She ain't like, she's the most famous person on the planet. I think she can skip security. She'll have the <laughs> underground tunnel that the Queen used to take, the King now takes. Yeah, yeah. And she'll, she'll be able to do it. So Aussie fans, don't worry. Don't you worry about she it. She will be here. Most famous person on the planet will be here and, and will be at the Super Bowl. don't worry. She'll be at the Super Bowl as well. Okay. It's just going to be mad. We'll keep you up there with all the Taylor. Will she get there, goals? All her movements. Um, we'll do the sky scanner, plane yep. tracker thing. Yep. We got this. Uh, they, I actually saw they made the return flight from Vegas back to Kansas City because KC's in the Super Bowl. They, made, they called it Flight 1989. That's 
That's her album. That's her album. They're changing flight the numbers. American Airlines change flight numbers to that. Uh, that. Have you seen anything like this in your no, life? No, I haven't. It's unbelievable. Anyway, Unreal. Anyway. And we will have Taylor Swift tickets closer to that date right now, here Just because hit. he said the words Taylor tickets, don't call no. <laughs> We don't have them right now, but we will. We will have them. What we do have is $10,000. Yeah, we do. Give us a call. If this hasn't G'd you up, I don't know what will. Mate, Alpha Bucks, we play next. This is Jess and Ducko. Simple as ABC. Jess and Ducko's 10K Alpha Bucks. Alpha Bucks. On it. 30 seconds, to answer 10 questions, all starting with the same letter. Have to take your first answer. Can't use the same answer twice, and if you're unsure of the question, just say pass. Of course, we'll come back to you only if there's time, though. We know you're playing for $10,000. So stepping up today, we have Kate. Hello, Kate. Good morning, guys. Oh, Kate, how are you this beautiful Tuesday morning? Going well. Already oh. at work. So. Oh, she's chipper What do you anything? do with yourself, Kate? I work in hospitality. Okay. Excellent. Good. All right. Well, Kate, what will you do with 10 grand? I'm going on a holiday. <laughs> Amazing. And we're supercharging the holiday, I take it. No, no, I am going on a holiday if I win. Oh, oh I see. Okay. Perfect. First Great. I need the money, then I'll look at flights. Yeah. All right. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> perhaps you might consider Denmark as a holiday Ooh. destination, Kate, because that Ooh. starts with the letter D, and that's what you'll be working with today. Perfect. I hear Copenhagen is a lovely, is lovely this, great time, this time of year. Of year yep. yeah. Good letter too, solid letter. Solid letter. All Hope. right, Kate, you ready to rock and roll? Already. All right, Come let's on, go. Kate. Your time will start after the first question. Starting with the letter D, we need you to name a sport. Dodgeball. A movie franchise. Disney. A shoe brand. DC. A TV host. A dog breed. Doberman. A body part. Uh, <laughs> Something that flies. A duck. An occupation. A doctor. Something you find in a shed. <laughs> time, time, time. I had, I had five with a question mark uh, over one. Yeah. I don't think we can do that. One. No, movie franchise. Bad on the radio. <laughs> you, you could have said that. Oh, I would have allowed that. Would have been that. Fine. That oh, would have been okay. That. The movie franchise Disney. Disney's not really a franchise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the company. We were looking for, you know, your diehards and that. Not. Yeah, Deadpool, Dawn oh, of the Planet yeah. of the Apes. But you did really well. A TV host, that's a tough one. Uh, David Attenborough, Drew Barrymore even. She has the American talk show. And a body part, I mean, we were waiting for you. It was on the... It was on your we list. We were hoping you'd say yeah. it. Yeah. But you could have also said uh, the old deltoid, which is, of course, what you were going to say. The delts. Uh, of the course. Um, of course. So you did get five there, maybe questionable six. Uh, but don't worry, you don't go out empty hand. But 550 bucks to spend at LSKD. Be 1% better oh, every day with LSKD. See the new drops at LSKD.com. They have great gear there. That's all yours. Thank you so much, guys. Kate, thank you so much for joining the show. Can I ask you a personal question before you leave us? How many underwear do you think you own? Oh, God, probably not enough. <laughs> not enough. All right. Well, we're unpacking quantities. Okay. And also wash cycles next. One of my friends has absolutely blown my mind with something she does huh? with her panties, and I think I might be doing it wrong. Jess and Ducko. I want to talk about panties. Let me see that <laughs> Hey, we're ticking all the boxes Mate. today. Highs and lows, yeah. light and shade, whatever you want to call it. We are we are broad spectrum. Yeah. Ladies, can you get involved on 131060? I just want to take a bit of a snapshot of the region because I'm confused, Ducko. Uh-huh. I'm 32 years old. Been wearing undies for what? Maybe 31 years? I don't know when you start or wearing. 26, I think you said. 26, you, you sure. Yeah, when, yeah, I, yeah. when I graduated from nappies. Yeah. Um, I've been wearing undies for a long time, but something one of my girlfriends has said recently has blown my whole perspective on how I'm wearing them, what I'm doing with them, and if I'm washing them correctly. Oh! So I had a girlfriend visit recently. I don't know how we got onto the topic of our underwear. <laughs> I'm, I feel like this is just standard girl chat. This is what we this talk is, about. This was before a... bitching about your partner and before you cracked open the bottle of rosé. <laughs> we were still on bubbles at this point before we got into the hard stuff, the rosé. We're talking about our undies. Now, she revealed that her younger sister yes. does undies only loads of washing. <laughs> Oh. So purely undies only loads. And I'm going, 
what do you mean? How many does she have that she can afford to do this? Because surely you need to chuck them in with maybe a weekly cycle, maybe fortnightly if you're on your own and you're not building that much washing up. Yeah. How many does she have? She goes, oh, she's got 40 plus, 40 plus pairs of undies. To me, that seemed like a lot. I mean, you just you got that classic Monday undie, Tuesday undie, like yeah, one t- for every day of the week. Yeah, I got those pairs that say Monday, yeah, yeah, Tuesday, yeah. Wednesday, yeah. and then no undies Monday to Sunday. And then, <laughs> so I went and counted. Yes. And to my horror, I've got a really odd number. I've got twenty nine, and it's not because I counted the ones in the wash. This, the ones this I was includes wearing. like everything. Correct. So okay. this is this is broad spectrum across comfies, granny panties to G's. sexy ones, right. and all that. Okay. 29, which I'm like, i got to go buy one pair because yeah, 29 feels weird. But I went, she's got 40 and is doing undies only washes. I'm certainly not doing that. Mm. 29 to me feels, is that too many? Is that too little? I got in my own head. So we asked social media, Jess and Ducko yeah. on Instagram. And I must say. I want to say I didn't ask that question. <laughs> I was, I had nothing to do with any me. of the questioning. That was, actually, that's probably important. I wasn't replying I to the answers like, oh, Ruby, you've got a thousand pairs. Good on your girlfriend. <laughs> Sorry, did someone say a thousand? Yeah, pairs? someone did. And then below that, someone said zero. I don't wear them. All right, you dirty bird. Which Peace is to more, the breeze. Which is more concerning, zero or a thousand? Where are we sitting, ladies? A lot of people seem to be sitting between 20 and 30 pairs. Yep. How's this, Ducko? I text one of my mum's kinky friends. Why do you oh, have what? your mum's kinky friend number? Because she's fantastic. Okay, okay. She messaged me back yes. and goes, I've got eight drawers full. I've had to take over my husband's what? side of the wardrobe. Eight drawers full? Unbelievable scenes. Someone said, someone said 16. I went, that's not enough. That's not surely, surely 16's not enough. So do we want to. drawers full is too many. Do we want to ask the ladies how many undies they have, or do you want to ask them how they're washing them and how many undies they <laughs> so, have? Yeah, sorry. I almost want to ask in. Conc- yeah. yeah. How many do you have, and is that leading to undies only cycles? Because I did see an article recently came out. This wasn't just for ladies, but it said that we're getting poo particles all over our clothes when we wash our undies with them. So we should be doing undies because they're, only. Because they're going in the cycle, they're staying in the washing machine stuff. But I mean, I'm never going to change that, you know, whatever. How pooey are your undies that it's infecting the whole load? No, the skin marks, mate. No, I don't know. I don't know. This is the, I wasn't my personal no, research. No, no, that's fair. Where um, do they get this information I don't from? know, but I would have thought ladies have other things on the undies. You know what I mean? I will not say the word. Good, don't. That's um, gross. But yeah, I, I'm just confused. Is is my friend's sister doing it correctly? Is that the right number and doing undies only cycles? Loads. Do we want to go to some calls? Yeah. People are calling. Faith on thirteen ten sixty. Good morning, Faith. Good morning, Faith. Um, how many pairs of undies do you own? I own about twenty pairs of undies. Twenty pairs. Twenty. Of undies. So you're not doing undies only loads with just twenty pairs. You can't afford to wait. God no. Exactly. Yeah. That's what someone's saying. They're like, I wouldn't have any if I waited for them all to accumulate enough to do a whole load. That's yeah. what just and wasting what we put water. On, gentle cycle, Faith. Mixed load. What are we doing with these? Delicate. Delicate. Just like yeah, delicate. And I, I know, they just go in my everyday washing load. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyday she's washing not light. caring too much about it. How's this? One of my girlfriends says she's got 20 pairs and they're all the same colour. <laughs> well, That's how, weird. How boring. Yeah, that is very odd, but at least yeah, at least you'd always know. Uh, Ashley on 13, 10, 60. Good morning, Ash. Hey, how you going? Yeah, yeah excellent, good. Ash. Thanks so much for getting involved. We have a very personal question. How many undies do you own? Definitely not me. My 11-year-old daughter, we went away... Um, for two weeks over Christmas, and she packed 32 pairs of undies. <laughs> 32. She packed 32. Was that her whole stash of undies, or did she leave some at home? I think she'd left some at home, but she calculated how many days we were going to be away and how many pairs of undies she was going to need. So, yeah. Brilliant. It starts that young. I thought that was just our sort of age, you know, packing way over, thinking we're going to wet ourselves, you know, four times a day. When you lose your but bowels. no, the young ones are doing it too. Ash, how has she accumulated so many? Surely you're buying her the underwear. Yeah, I'm definitely buying them. She's just saying, hey, mum, need more undies. Need more undies. There you go. There you go. So maybe you need to get some more. I reckon I'd have about 30 pairs. 30 pairs? Yeah, I And reckon. you're not doing undies only washing. Absolutely not. I this, don't think I've ever done that. didn't trip you out. But I, when I go away for a holiday, I will pack. All of them? So many. <laughs> yeah. I'll pack way too many undies because I just, sometimes I'm like two undies a day. Yes. Three, you know what I mean? A girlfriend of mine said she had 88 pairs. No. And some of them were still in the wash. So she probably has more than 88. What are you I can't understand. That, that's that's more than just one bedside drawer. That's that's a hygienic downstairs. So whatever you, that is hygienic. Yeah. That is definitely yeah. you're keeping that wash cycle pure. Yeah, you are. Um, so there you go. There's no solution here. I just wanted to make everyone feel better. There is a broad spectrum of how many undies we're owning. Jess and Ducko. 
This is Jess and Ducko. It was a big night on the lounge. Oh, absolutely. A lot of new shows debuting uh-huh. for the new year. We had Deal or No Deal, of yep. course, Survivor, Oz Idol. But I think a lot of million of eyeballs were on. Married at First Sight, of course. Maps is back for another year. The chaotic uh, the chaotic shit show that is Married at First Sight is back. That's right. Yeah. Um, every year there are calls to get it taken off the air, yeah. and every year Channel 9 says, nah, because you keep watching it and you keep loving it and you keep talking about well, it. Well, it rates really well. People love it. Mate. And people love to, you know, see drama. Exactly. Episode one last night, we saw two couples wed. One of them seemed like a pretty good match, so no one wants to talk about them. No. Instead, all eyes are focused on Tim and Sarah, of course, the 31. Year old from the GC, yeah, online business owner. Gotta love a good maths contestant from the GC. You got to. And then Sarah, of course, our twenty-nine-year-old nutritionist, the one who said, "Hey, I pay for the pill, so you can at least pay for dinner." Oh yeah, <laughs> one yeah. of the great quotes. One of, yeah, um, logical. So they seemed, as they all do, like sparks were flying at the start. There was definitely some chemistry. Mm-hmm. The wheels fell off, Ducko, when we're on our... Well, actually, the wheels fell off when the best man made some horrible comments about rancid chicken. But we're going to leave that there. <laughs> Classic best man gear. Hey, just. You gotta wonder, like, how much are they getting slipped under the table? Yeah, the, the, oh yeah. the, the, the producers, the the, yeah. the, the, the the friends, whoever's making speeches, just to stir the pot. Oh, yeah. But what we want to focus on, and we'd love to get your thoughts on thirteen ten sixty. How does it make you feel? Yeah. Where do you stand? on telling someone to chillax because uh, on their honeymoon, as things started to descend into chaos, this is what Tim thought was appropriate to say to his new wife. It's not good to kill her. It's not Julio. It's not great. You need to... What? Nothing. You you don't need to do anything. Why are you stopping yourself from saying things? Just say it. Fleeting moment, past. Okay. No, I was going to say you need to relax. Oh, yeah, you don't say that. <laughs> to be fair to Tim, he did try and stop himself and not say it. And she's like, just say it. He caught himself. <laughs> just, you can say whatever you want around me, so babe. Expensive. We love each other now. He caught himself. Uh, and it continues on. Mm. I just wish you didn't say that. I'm like in such a mood now. I'm like pretty off it. I don't like when people intentionally push my buttons. We're having a good night. Don't let us spoil the night, you know? I think everyone can agree that when you tell a woman to relax, like most of the time, 99% I didn't tell you to relax. a woman I didn't tell you to relax. would not be relaxed after that. I didn't tell you to relax. Relax. I didn't tell you to relax. I was going to tell you to relax, but yeah. I didn't. But I did I it. just told you what I was thinking about telling you. And you asked me to tell you, to be fair. <laughs> See, uh, for me, like telling someone to, it's like relax or calm down. If you're having an argument or if you're getting frustrated or heated, someone goes, hey, calm down. Yep. It is just like a below the belt jab. Yes. It is just like, it makes you so angry. It makes you it makes you doubt your, your reaction to something. Even yep. telling someone they're overreacting. It's like, no, this is how I'm reacting yep. in this moment. All right, maybe there's language we could use or, or ways we can convey our emotions, but acknowledge how I'm feeling yep. because telling me to quiet down. Calm down. What my relax. ex-boyfriend used to do to me, Ducko. You know yeah. I'm a passionate person. Yes. I'm going to blame my Italian Maltese blood. I'm a passionate person and sometimes that convey- is, is depicted in my volume, mm-hmm. in the speed of which I talk, maybe sometimes my language. But my ex-boyfriend used to mime holding up a remote as though he was turning down the volume. He would be clicking buttons. And uh, sometimes he would physically hold up the, the TV, the TV remote, remote and, and point it at me. To turn you down. To turn me down, which I would argue is the same. As, Did you do as, it? Did you start talking and go, I am a no. As I said, Ducko, ex-boyfriend. Uh, <laughs> that was one of probably the red flags. That was a red flag? Look, it is a. It is, it is known. And, and to be honest, Anna Sarah says, you know, you never tell a woman to relax, but you're the same. Wait, I don't no like go. being told to calm down and relax. Yeah. Producer Shy Guy, I mean, if you... I... Can you imagine Shy Guy getting worked up enough to be told to calm down? I can't imagine. I mean, unless no, he's no at Spotlight on a Saturday <laughs> and they don't have good sales on the fabric he needs. <laughs> I hate this erotic joke. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. But keep no, going. Maybe I, we'll get to I the point where I definitely do to say calm down and relax, but I don't say in a situation... No, you don't. You, you, you have said it before. It would but... be situation dependent, and I think it would be with company that would be okay with me saying Okay. Well, let's get the other female in the room. Producer Billy... Uh, how would you feel if your boyfriend said to you, just relax in a fight or, you know, a tense moment? 
it would annoy me very much. Yeah, you're, you're taking it to the next level. So 13, 10, 60, yeah. is there ever a time yeah. that it's okay? Have you ever found it? It's worked for yeah. you. Relax, calm down, mm. chill out. Do you use an argument? Does it work or do you like it? Yeah, do you like it? Is it a way to keep yourself in check? Now, I love when my partner tells me to calm down. It brings me back. It helps me reset. You know what my mate told me on the weekend, actually? He's South African, so he's fiery. Him, he, he does this when his girlfriend's getting too dramatic because she is very over the top. He goes, careful, where, 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 and does like fake tear emotions. And I was like, bro, that would... where, where, where's her? And then you know what she said? No, it's actually good because then it calms me down. I realize I'm being over the top. Okay, that's the question. Wild. How do you do it in your relationship? Is yeah. it a remote control mime? Is it a wham, 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 call the wambulance? Yeah, yeah, he does that. Oh. Because then he did it to me later that night, and I was like, ah, oh, that stinks. Is he still your friend? Yeah. He shouldn't be. <laughs> 13, 10, 60, how do you tell him to calm down? Do you like it? Do you not? This is Jess and Ducko. Big night on the TV last night, of course. Uh, Married at First Sight was on. I was Idol, um, Survivor, oh. blah, blah, blah. But How we are you? talking maths. Dylan, oh dear. of course, yes. Everyone was watching that. But we are talking maths. Exactly. Tim and Sarah were the first couple that we saw wed. Uh, look, sparks were flying at the altar, as they often are, to attractive young people. Um, but the wheels definitely fell off beyond the best man speech, where the best man referred to Sarah as Tim's experiment number 865 <laughs> and also told a story about rancid chicken and compared Sarah to that. Rancid chicken. We're going to move forward to the honeymoon where they were having an argument over whether the tequila was good or not. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. And it led to one of the great faux pas from Tim. It's not good tequila. It's not Julia. It's not great. You need a... Um... What? Nothing. You, you don't need to do anything. Why are you stopping yourself from saying things? Fleeting moment passed. No, I was gonna say you need to relax. Oh yeah, you don't say that. She got angry. I was gonna say it. I stopped myself, but then he said it, and she got mad anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and then he said he didn't say it, but relax. I hear, I hear, relax. Uh, Let's go to Lisa on thirteen ten sixty. We've learned that there are many ways that couples do do this. You've got a mate, Ducko, who gives his girlfriend the where 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 when she's carrying on. Lisa, good morning to you. You've got something going on with your daughter. Is that correct? Good morning. Yes, it's something I used to do to her when she was younger. Um, her and I both suffer from a bit of anxiety, get ourselves a bit stressed and worked up. Mm-hmm. So um, we get in the car and I'm having a moment and she'll say to me, Mum, just breathe, okay. breathe. She's and flipped the tables on you. <laughs> yes, that's right. Exactly what I used to do to her. Uh, how does it make you feel? Oh, it just gets me agitated because I think, oh, my goodness, like driving in a car or something, Mum, breathe. It's okay. Take a breath. It's Come up for air. Yeah. I'm not taking life lessons from my kids. Yeah, yeah. You know well, I, I mean? told you to breathe. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> you shut up. That's a great. Yeah, one. yeah. Uh, Shannon on thirteen ten sixty. Shannon, yay or nay? Are we telling people to calm down, to relax, to chillax? Oh, look, you probably have better luck baptizing a cat than <laughs> telling me to calm down. <laughs> that's like that's a red flag, and I'm the president of red flag country. If you say that to me. Okay, are you in a relationship at the moment, Shan? Oh, no, no, no. I gave up on that stuff four years ago after the last guy told me to relax. <laughs> Hang on. Was Legit? it a dump? As in it was a dumpable offence? Oh, no. I'm, I'm, I'm pushing. I'm pushing it. But it can, it can be. It depends. It depends on the tone that they give you the whole, you need to relax. Yes. Because yeah. there's a difference, isn't it, Shannon? They're not looking out for your well-being in terms of your hyperventilating or you're going to send yourself into a tears. They just want you to calm down for their benefit. And that's not That's good. what I was going to say. And it's not good for their benefit to tell you that. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, Shannon, let's, let's do some role play here, right? Let's oh, pretend. Right. Careful. Let's pretend I'm, I'm, you, and me are dating, <laughs> you and me are dating, Shannon. And yep. you get a little bit worked up, okay? Then I'll chime in. You start. You just give me something you worked up about. He's left the he's left the wet towels yeah. all over the bathroom floor when you've repeatedly told him to pick them up, Shannon. Right. Okay. Here we go. Let me get into character. Right. Okay. So how many times do you have to be told? Like, I don't know if you're just arrogant or stupid. Oh, how many times do you have hey. to be told to pick the towels off the floor? Hey, babe, babe. Come on. It's just towels. Yep. Just yep. relax. No, they're not just Chill. towels. Hey, they're hey. little mold batteries. No, uh, sorry, what? Ch- just relax. It's just a towel, honey. Just chill. Oh, you just didn't. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, oh, okay. This is what that. 
How much is in your bank account? I'm taking it. How much? Fine. Well, Shannon's taking a fall. <laughs> and scene. And scene. <laughs> Shannon, we're friends again. We're friends again. <laughs> I nearly ah. told Shannon to breathe there because I was walking. <laughs> that was the Jess and Ducko podcast. This is it. The Aussie Angus Deluxe is back at Macca's.